Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. We give thanks for the leadership of people in our congregation to share the passion story. We give thanks for the beautiful artwork that stirs our imagination and the music that touches our soul. There's something about just hearing the story retold in scripture that helps us ground us for the truth and the understanding of Good Friday. As we move into the Good Friday reflection, uh, Kim Holmes Younger and I will share a reflection on the soul of and how the soul and crucifixion connect. And so as we gather this day, will you pray with me? Let us pray. Spirit, we give thanks for the story of old and our connection to your sacred story. Be in our hearing, that our souls be touched, healed, and restored as we better understand our disconnection and connection to you, our divine source. Amen. When I look back at the past year's video and look back at a clean-shaven person in their living room in some shock looking at the passion story, I was deeply moved and touched by the retelling of that story. The music, the words, and the art reflect an honest truth-telling of the story of Jesus. The passion, the betrayal, the sorrow, touch us, and they touch our pain and our sorrow. During this past Lent on Sundays and on Monday evenings, we've been exploring the soul of. and began when the Disney movie, The Soul, came out. While it is not a brilliant movie, it certainly connects us to culture, and we realize people have been reflecting on soul and the soul of, the soul of life during this COVID pandemic. This soul connection is part of us. Sometimes we feel disconnected from our soul. Sometimes we feel fully connected, fully alive, and we run with joy and dance because of that connection. But when we looked at the soul love, we were wondering, how do you define soul? Where is our soul? What harms our soul? What feeds our soul? And one of the things we discovered is that the soul isn't a body part like a heart or a lung or a limb. The soul is us. We are in soul. The soul isn't part of our body. Our bodies are part of soul. There is no separation between body and soul. There is only oneness. We are connected body and soul and we experience the divine in that connection. We sense our divine purpose, our meaning, and our lives become full when we feel connected. And that the reality of this past year or different times in our own journey in life, we feel disconnected, cut off, disoriented, and we're unsure of our meaning and purpose. That is the disconnection from our soul. Good Friday speaks of that disconnection. 
the disconnection from our divine source, from the creator, from our truest selves. And so as we look this day at Good Friday through words and scriptures, songs and reflection, we wonder about disconnection. All of us have felt weary, foggy, disconnected, anxious, and we wonder what is the connection between Good Friday and the soul. Good Friday calls us for a solid, eye-open look in the mirror at our very selves. It is a time of confession, a time of lamenting. It is a faithful truth-telling that invites us to our truest self and our truest path in the Christian journey. Today, we've heard the story of Jesus' death and crucifixion and the participation of others in that. Lent reminds us that we are soul creatures and we can disconnect from the Creator. In our reflection today on the soul of, we will confess, we will lament, and be open truly to the path of the soul. So when we look back at the soul of over the past six weeks of the lentiest Lent we have walked, we began by looking at the soul of creation. We are aware that the earth is God's body and God's body is weeping for care. We are called in one of the creation stories to cultivate and take care of the earth, to heal her and walk gently and faithfully on God's body. And yet we are aware that the earth is fragile and our present path of destruction and greed is harming God's body. You see, we are crucifying the earth and she cries for our turning and our souls confess our ignorance. When we explore the mystical soul, we recognize that each of us are mystics. When we pause and pay attention to the mystery of life around us, we see life trying to get our attention. It is our poets, mystics, and artists that shift our imagination toward the beauty that is divine presence in our midst. When we refuse to dream, to imagine, and to wander of possibilities, we become closed off from the soul. Remember Mary Oliver's poem, pay attention, be astonished, tell someone. When we are distracted, we disconnect from the soul. We miss our mystical guests. Disconnection is a crucifixion of the soul. We confess our blindness. Later, we explored the soul of justice, and we heard the story of Jesus overturning tables in the temple. And we explored the different aspects of our life by looking at the movie Inside Out, the way our brain works. And on that day, we recognize that anger is part of all of us, and righteous anger can transform and change the world. But often we are fearful of rocking the boat, 
fearful of speaking up, of getting involved, and we remain silent. And so we become complicit in systems of injustice. The justice Jesus was trying to create, we turn and we walk away in silence. Our news reflects how we are harming the earth and harming each other. Blatant racism, sexism, xenophobia, homophobia, and all the isms we can create speak of how we walk in fear and turn from loving our neighbor. You see, there is no other. There is only oneness and connection, and our silence and our turning away creates an other, and we are called to oneness. We are all brothers and sisters in search of the common good, and righteous anger overturns tables and overturns injustice. Today, we confess our harm of the soul by our inaction. I took the time to explore the soul of hell and heaven and recognize that they are not places, but spaces. We have each experienced hell, illness, divorce, brokenness, death happens to all of us. We have all tasted hell. It is real. And so is heaven. Moments of deep connection, fullness, meaning, awe. Heaven on earth are real. Both are partners in life. We need both of them to connect to the soul. We confess our dualistic thinking. On one Sunday, we discovered from John's Gospel a phrase, an understanding where Jesus said, my soul is troubled. We rarely consider Jesus as a troubled soul. And yet when he thought about where the path was leading to his own death, he was troubled by his own impending death. On that day and through that week, we explored the dark night of the soul a reality many of us experience in our life. Times of despair, loneliness, fear, and meaninglessness. And the dark night of the soul we try to run from, and yet the dark night comes to us. And it is in that cave of darkness that we do our work. We let go. We surrender. We open. The darkness is not something to be feared, but is our truest friend when we look at our shadow, when we understand our truest self in the cave. But the truth is many want a Christianity that does not see the darkness, but calls in the light to dismiss the darkness. We prefer a solar Christianity. This avoidance of our shadow the refusal to see our own darkness and pain and sorrow and our part in that is a call to turn, to see the womb, the darkness, as a place of transformation. Today, we confess our fear of the darkness. Finally, we explored the soul of sex. 
our bodies, our flesh. The heart is the most important sexual organ. Our bodies are God's home. God comes alive in our bodies in healthy touch. We crucify the Christ when we shame or guilt or harm another's body. It is fitting that we end the series with the body because it was the body of Jesus that embodied compassion and justice and the fullness of our souls. We confess our harm to our bodies. And so in this past Lent, we have explored different aspects of the soul. The work is not done or complete, but simply a reflection on the connection between our soul and our bodies, the soul that is us. You see, our souls long for connection and for union and for oneness. And Good Friday reminds us of how this is broken in our living. Good Friday reminds us of our shortcoming, of our promise to act in ways we turn, the call to look in the mirror, to be true to ourselves, and to be true to the Creator is the sacred call. Today, we acknowledge our participation in the crucifixion of Christ by our actions and our inaction. Today, we look in the mirror. Today, we confess our ways. And it is in this lament that we yearn for deeper connection and we trust in reunion. May the confession of our souls be about truth and transformation that heals us in the dark and begs us to walk one step closer. May the death of Christ encourage a more truthful and faithful journey. May this be so, and may God come to you in your confession, your lamenting, trusting that God welcomes and walks with each one of us. May it be so as we journey, as we confess. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.